Hello, hello everyone. It's Talia Dupe from the Astro Twins here with our June Astro Numerology podcast with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist. Hi, Felicia. How are you doing this month? Hey, hey, cha-cha-cha-cha. I think we were both talking about just this new reality that we're in. So welcome to June. You know, the year is flying by and yet going, I feel like May was the longest month ever. And yet I was also like, how is, how is it Memorial Day already? How is it? I mean, it's, we all know time has warped itself in 2020 and, you know, looking back on May and being a five month that it was, there was a lot of, I've heard a lot of things that have happened for people kind of things have been destabilized, uh, shifted, moved. And, and, and now we're moving into June, which is a six month and then a one universal month. Can you talk a little bit about that first and foremost? How do we get the one universal month and all that good stuff? Absolutely, because six uh, is June because it's the sixth month, obviously. So it's a, it's a you know, the basic energy of June is, resides in the number six, which we'll talk about some more as we go along. But it's nice to think about that as that foundational energy. And then the universal um, month is, is uh, derived from we take the six and we add it to, the, to 2020. So we add it to the universal year number. So 2020 is two plus zero, two plus zero is a four. So we take six plus four, that equals 10. One plus zero equals one. Mm, so okay, there we go. One universal. So it just kind of means that every year we have a little bit of a different spin on each of the numbers, depending on what, you know, what the year itself is bringing to the table. I see. And, and yes, this being a four year universal year, there's a lot of themes carrying through of home and family and stability, instability, how to stabilize, where to put those. I mean, it's so interesting that, in, I mean, we've talked about this in past casts, how here we have this four year and we're all at home dealing with family. And I know June being a six month sort of has a lot of flavor of, you know, home, family, responsibilities, relationships. So all of us, you know, are under the umbrella of this. Let's start with the six first and then go into the one, like June being the sixth month of the year. How do you, what are some themes that you see arising for people that we're gonna have to work through in June? Well, I'm seeing it in a in a very multi-leveled way right now, particularly because it's so intense this year. Let's just not, you know, be in denial about that. Mm -hmm. You know, like it or not, whatever we, you know, this is a this is a very unique year, a very unique situation that we're all in. And yet, if we just, you know, reduce it down to to the concept of last, you know, last month being that five, which was. The five is an agent of change. It is going to shake things up, right? It's going to bring in some dramatic changes usually that have to do with your sense of sensuality, with your sense of freedom uh, in your life on, on different levels. So now we're kind of bringing, and since it's only four weeks, right? It's not, it's not you know, longer mm -hmm. than that. We're going to bring that thread in and thread it into this six month that we're in. So that'll that'll kind of move into the six month, which brings all of this into the relief of home, mm. family uh, dynamics. It, um, the even though it's 
Well, I'll, I'll say it anyway. Most numerologists will say that the six is the, the quote unquote marriage and divorce number or energy. Mm. And what that means, it, it, it always, you know, people always are like, ah, that sounds horrible. Right. It, really, it really isn't horrible. It simply means it brings the, the six as an energy, as a presence numerologically. Um, that's just a core element of the learning and of the opportunities that it brings to the plate, if that makes sense. So it's always evaluating relationships. It's always uh, attempting to make them balance, to make mm. them, you know, an, a give and take. And it's always a very important element to understand when a relationship has served its function and is ready to be, to, to be let go of, or whether it is a relationship that is worthy of being cultivated, of being mm. up leveled of being continuously developed. Now, of course, there are relationships that we have that as, a, as a, an old family member friend that, uh, that uh, I had in my marriage, my first, which, from which I am divorced, um, he, he always said, you know, family or friends, you can't choose. And so it's one of those right. things. We do have uh, we do have choices of how we engage, and yet sometimes it's not it's not you know uh, something that we can simply uh, back back out uh, of. And, and I'm thinking about you know how Venus is retrograde this year in 2020 from May 13th to June 25th. So for most of June, you know three weeks of June you know, we're going to be dealing with a lot of relationship reviews. We have our romance reset course out uh, for some of you guys are already signed up for it. And if not, you should check it out at astrostyle.com slash romance dash reset, because, you know, Venus turns retrograde every 18 months. And it's a time where you really do parse through all your relationships, you review the dynamic, you just look at the logs, if you will, you look at the patterns. Well, and our relationships right now are in a, a freaking Petri dish, right? Are, I mean, yes. <laughs> and so what a better time and, you know, better, you can, you know, choose that word wisely or well, but better uh, to have a Venus retrograde because it really is up in our grill. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, I know so many people right now in my personal circle who are, you know, who are leaving relationships mm -hmm. um, and they were, they were kind of headed that way uh, as we, you know, all came into, <laughs> went into but it's life. like they hit that breaking point or yeah. negotiating point. And then the six energy, does this, is the six more of a harmonizer or can it actually be the thing that is like, you know, I know I've heard you say that six is a marriage and divorce year but is it a marriage and divorce month in june would you say it, yeah it, it very much can be and let's let's go back though because i always looking at because the six is a beautiful energy it is it is like that cosmic parent energy it's, mm. it's that nurturing it's about love relationships that dutiful energy service oriented it's very um it's also very justice minded and so it's like the ultimate nurturing presence whether you're male or female, right? And yet the caveat is that because it's so nurturing, it has a tendency to, um, to enable, to mm. open, right? To, 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 to kind of that perfectionist controlling quality of wanting every, 
everything to be perfect for everyone. So it's almost like, here, let me do it for you, right? So you're, you're, it's like bringing up a bunch of children who are, just can't function in the world because you've wanted to make life so good and so easy and everything for them, but you haven't prepared them for the, for actual, you know, functioning. And you're the, singing my life as a six life <laughs> path. I've been there, you know? Yep. Been there, done that. And yet, so the beauty of it is in understanding the balance between that being, because with the six energy, you are feeling better and more satisfied and everything else when you are giving, when you are opening your heart. So it is, and when you are taking on a bit more responsibility, but the dividing line is taking on the responsibility that is, that you feel good about and mm. saying, and saying, no, thank you um, to what, it, you know, you're overextended on um, when you start feeling a bit used and abused along the way. Right. And we all, we've all done that. We've all had that tendency. Well, like, that might be a good moment to segue into this being a one universal month, because I know one can be kind of scrappy and outspoken and prepared to just go in and make a change. Right. Exactly. So the one is always, when you see a one in numerology, it's always indicative of new starts, new beginnings, mm -hmm. initiation, independence, individuality, all those I words, right? And so it is an opening. So I feel like if we even look uh, macrocosmically, we are in the throes of, you know, opening up, opening up um, business and getting back to things maybe right. kind of the way that they you know so it's an opening of a door and it's feeling out a, a a truly new beginning for us globally right now right um mm -hmm. that, that we're all gonna have to feel this out and see what direction we're all headed so in that way it's it's very apropos to what we're all dealing with globally and yet on a personal level i think it's it's also going to be um a new beginning on so again, I, I was talking about how layered this is, in my opinion, uh, and, and complexity in terms of I think I know so many people who, like, let's just use one example who are in the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. Will that come back? How are you going to retool? What are you going to do? Are you going to try a different profession? Are you going right. to, you know, are you going to get creative about how you're doing that? Are you going to go back to school? What is it, you know, so, so many opportunities that are in the form of pretty, pretty, you know, amazing challenges right now that are going to force new beginnings on so many levels. And, and, you know, Mars, the planet of motivation and drive, um, it's in Pisces until June 27th, which is great for doing visionary work, which I know kind of fits with the six. Mm -hmm. Then it moves into its home sign of Aries on June 27th for six months. Cause there's a retrograde. Mars is going retrograde this year. Yes, it's true. From September 9th to November 13th in its home sign of, you know, Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. So it has that similar energy to the one. So, you know, by the end of the month when Venus is direct again, um, uh, starting June 27th, we'll have this Mars and Aries push. So some of that, if any of that one energy doesn't quite flow through in the beginning, you know, it definitely will be a huge, it's almost, I, I feel like there'll be like this sort of reservoir that gets built up from Mars and Pisces that pushes forward into the end of the month too. And, yeah. and I'm kind of visualizing a mini tsunami is what I'm <laughs> 
So a little bit of that. So exactly. So we should all kind of here, maybe lean into some of that loving. Put on energy. your water wings. Put on your water wings and your Put life jacket. Water wings. Yeah. Right. Now you, so you've also said six is like fertile, a very layered and idealistic energy. How can we work with that? I mean, this could be a great time for really ideation for people, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. Because the six is that, that kind of visionary, especially when it's again, it's from the heart, speaking mm. from the heart, coming from the heart, coming with the idea of serving others, of coming with, from, from love, right? Um, and I would just say that I feel very strongly that June is going to offer some really interesting downloads for people. Yeah. And right in terms of um new concepts new ideas because of course necessity is the mother of invention after all right yep. and so these necessities are really coming into play and as soon as we begin to shake it out and figure out what really isn't going to be business as usual right um that we're going to have to begin to recalibrate and recreate mm. or you know uh reinvent where, you know, what direction we're going, what we want, how we're going to do this. And so I would just say, if you're listening and you're, you know, you're, if you're just listening, you're someone who's open <laughs> to this. Um, right. And uh, so really, really set yourself some intentions to be open and, and take them seriously. And as, as, you know, simplistic as it is, get your journal out, write things down and keep something near your bed because I bet your dream life is going to be, you know, just really oh, intense uh, in this, in this month, you know, the month of June. And so, so much going on and why not ride, you know, not only just ride the wave, but kind of become the water, you know, mm. just become that, become that force. And it's just when you can gain that fluidity around it, it's, it's much easier to enjoy the ride and not, you know, not drown or even get scraped up. You know what I mean? Very so. apropos for the two sun signs that rule the year. We've got Gemini first until the 20th. So that's all that ideation, looking at things from a different perspective, considering the dynamic you know, like, could it be this and that instead of this or that? And then Correct. we get into cancer season, which is becoming the water, the solstice on the 20th begins cancer season. So I love what you're saying. And then also, you know, Mercury is going retrograde too from June 18th to July 12th. So between Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde, we already have Jupiter and Saturn retrograde. It's like, this, this is retrograde summer. So it is as much about like, like you said, reviewing, recalibrating, reconfiguring up, you know, the, the world is forever changed. We can't go back to doing things the way we used to. We can't go back to just the old ways. Um, even if everything opened up and was fine. Like, I think we've seen some unworkabilities over the last few years. I mean, months, year, every month is a year now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So here we are like having that opportunity to both to gently uh, welcome in with the six, the reinvention of the one. So everyone's life path number, if you go to astrostyle.com slash numerology, Felicia has written extensively on every one of the life path numbers and how to add yours up correctly to get 
the the life path number that's yours that's kind of like your sun sign you know it's the essence of who you are um i'm wondering if there are any life path numbers in particular that um flow well with six month um uh and others that maybe have a little more of a challenge or for others that might be neutral so yeah what's the is there a breakdown there at all well that's an interesting thought you know um i think that we're all going to be, all of us have, not have to, but have to um, work with, with the way in which we're feeling at home because we're all at home, um, you know, pretty much, <laughs> even though we're getting out a little bit more now. So we're all, this is kind of up close and personal for us now anyway. I think the six month for one life paths, again, the one life path is that dynamic, you know, leader. We need your leadership. We need your ideas. Uh, the one really doesn't, again, I think I've said it before, really like to be told what to do and how to do it. So um, I think that's one of the little pressure points that the one has been feeling uh, at the moment. The six is a, is a you know, pretty simpatico because mm. I, I actually know one in six couples that are pretty much power couples. I see They're a very, lot of those, a lot yeah. of those couples showing up. Yep. Yeah, I do too. Huh. The two and the six are, are you know, match made in, in, in heartfelt heaven if they're mm -hmm. <laughs> really really uh they're both that 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 very relationship driven very much about you know the win-win for everyone and the nurturing so that's that two both two life path and six life paths are in their wheelhouse uh in this in in june the three uh, can be very much uh you know uh, into this energy of the three and the six and the nine are are what very creative they have that mm. creative juice that they're always working with so the three can really tap into their creative and their innovation you know writing the the the, the coattails so to speak of the six during uh -huh. during the during june now of course the four and we're in that four universal year if you're a four life path I know a lot of four life paths right now this is really you know um a, a kind of a booty kicker this mm. year for four okay. the universal year is just bringing all of those big major issues up wow. in the middle of uh for fours about their the foundations in life it can be bringing up some of the family stuff okay uh, to be dealt with i think all of us are dealing with that because of the four universal year and yet ah. highlighted uh, and doubled down for the four life path so this is a time for the four life path can you know kind of back up and and uh, do a little a refresh a regroup i would think it would be a, a nice relaxation sort of thing to do some gardening i mean seriously i'm just the most pragmatic uh realm <laughs> okay Fours need to have some true relaxation to to get through. To get, I mean, it's most. I can only imagine how COVID is just yeah, yeah. shaking yeah. the fours stability beyond like most. Yeah, people. uncertainty yeah. is not the wheelhouse. You know, it's mm -hmm. not the not the preferred uh, place for the four. They are mm -hmm. not so comfy cozy in that situation. No. Um, so the five, of course, with the six, a very interesting engagement always because the five is that frenetic kind of thrill seeker, you know, and uh, would rather be home away from home. <laughs> so, uh -huh. Uh -huh. so the, this this brings in some areas where the five needs to kind of get a little bit 
more responsible and you know follow through with things and and uh, and that sort of thing during the during June and mm. maybe not be able to do their vacation that they wanted to do unless it's domestic travel so you know it's uh, but you can you can make it you can always make it work but I think it brings in for the five their their real need to feel a sense of home uh, to come back to it's kind of like okay. to, you know satellite from and we talked about the six, the seven, uh, in the sixth year, the seven is more of that. Uh, it's funny because I keep joking about sevens that this is like, oh my God, you know, uh, quarantine finally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been dreaming ah! all my life. Um, I'm all, all <laughs> these sevens out there are like, what are you talking about? This is driving me insane. And yet I know that sevens, uh, you know, my daughter is a seven, my youngest one, and she's just kind of, she's jamming on just being able to hang out with her dog and, you know, take things at kind of half speed. She's mm -hmm. really yep. enjoying that part. She's not enjoying the uncertainty part, but she's enjoying that part. So uh, during the six, again, home is, is where the, you know, the heart can be for the seven, the seven, you can be anywhere at any time. Just those as, monks like yeah, that. Yeah. Those yeah. wanderers. Uh -huh. yeah. And the eight, uh, the eight <clears throat> life path in a six year, um, the eight and the six kind of are simpatico as well. This is, you know, again, we need the eights to kind of get on, get into their leadership. Um, just like the ones, you know, to, to, grab the baton and take us to the next level. And then the nines, of course, are um, those compassionate, altruistic, selfless service folks. And they're going to really, I hope that they're going to show us some new avenues. Um, I, I know I've spoken before about like Greta Thunberg and yeah. uh, uh, people, uh, nine life paths like her who are kind of blazing the trail for us mm -hmm. uh, as we move forward. So you can take her, take, take her. her her example. Yeah. Her model. Mm -hmm. She's a nine, of course. I mean, that doesn't, yeah. yeah. No I mean, this surprise. is so, it's so great to be able to break it down into the months. And of course, you know, we all have that zippy one universal month too. That's going to, I think it's very, it's interesting this sort of this power couple energy that we have to work with the six and the one on the one hand, we can be very focused on nurturing the people around us with the six and then and visionary and creative and home loving. And then that one is like going to make sure that we don't get sedentary and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just demanding that we open, that we start writing a new chapter. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, it really, it really fits in perfectly. And I mean, you know, and also Tali, do you think that, you know, you should offer just not a, a not a cautionary flag, but simply, you know, you and I were talking about how this is a pretty intense summer, astrologically speaking. So it is. we've got I mean, eclipses starting. That. Yeah, we got a new eclipse series starting on June 5th, too. Yeah. Um, which actually, you know, that it's in Sagittarius, and then we have this final cancer eclipse on a, a solar eclipse in this two-year series on um june 21st it's in the cancer new moon so both moons of june are eclipses the full moon is a lunar eclipse in sagittarius a new series the new moon is the very end of a eclipse series so and we've got two cancers don't we, we have yeah. two cancer new moons too there's the follow-up one oh. yep back to back in july okay. so yeah it's really like a summer of feeling there's no escaping you know no escaping your feelings your truth you know, cancer gets its reputation. It's cancer is, is 
a cardinal sign, you know, and it it's connected to the very bottom of the chart, the southern part, the IC, the anchoring energy. So it's also about like the very things that are a core emotional truth. I, you know, it, it's like what is in my heart, what is, you know, in my, you know, like emotional vault that I really need in order to feel anchored and solid and secure in the world and how can I give that to myself you know what does home even mean to me you know like I think we're also like peeling back the layers of that this summer in terms of like home not just being this quarantine pod but also like how do I feel at home in my body I've been doing a lot more exercising and walking things that I just was able to avoid doing for years and just stay on the go, stay busy. Without all this busyness, like mm-hmm. we're forced to look at that emotional vault. And and that now we've got an eclipse through and then back-to-back moons. And then this like south node and eclipse in Sagittarius also illuminating our truth. So what is our, you know, it's kind of like, what is your emotional truth? I think that's a big theme of, of the summer and working with the six energy, it may shine a light on our relationships and also Venus retrograde and Gemini. The people around us may be mirroring a lot of truths. I'm finding that with the people that I've been interacting with that we're almost like playing these roles in each other's lives unexpectedly where we're like revealing parts of ourselves that we cast off like you know, oh, you're the jealous one now. Now you are the free-spirited one or you're the cautious one and I'm the, you know, adventurer. How do we, you know, it's like that interplay. Can that happen with the six where you date? Is six a compassionate number, would you say? I think the six is an incredibly compassionate number when they're in their game. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, you know, the, the challenge point is that sixes are very, are are natural perfectionists and they're Mm. idealists so often they can kind of slip into that judgment about you know things should be the way i see them to be right or i conceptualize them to be and if you're not living up to my high 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 standards then something's wrong right so there's there is that aspect to the six and yet ultimately it is the it is the you know this cosmic parenting energy um truly in its highest I can, and and can- cancer is the mother so it's like mm-hmm. where am i i could also see an opportunity in june to examine where you may need to reparent yourself or go back and do some inner child work and also look at where perfectionism fear failure and control are keeping you from from going into your your emotional vault, if you will. Absolutely. I just think it's incredibly valuable to know that this summer is really intense and really a cacophony of all of this stuff. And, And so, you know, for me, I always like to have maybe like a little validation or permission slip. So anyone out there listening, yeah. if you just are walking along and you're like, this is great, I'm fine. And then suddenly you, you're like breaking down into tears for no reason whatsoever. Um, hey, it's all right. <laughs> so yeah. like you don't need, you don't need justification. You don't need a reason. This is all this kind of primordial stuff that oh truly God, yes. is coming to the surface and it will take us all by surprise. Like how 
it comes up to the surface. And I think it, if we know that, we can really allow ourselves to do it um, creatively, productively, and constructively, right? Absolutely. I think it's about reclaiming abandoned parts in a lot of ways. We have the, the moon's north node is in Gemini, May 5th of this year till January 18th, 2021. Now we've got Sagittarius Gemini eclipses coming in, Venus is retrograde in Gemini. So that's like, you can think of the twin as the parts of yourselves that you've cast off, projected onto other people. Without other people around us, we were able to see many of us where we were blaming and pointing the finger, but we couldn't anymore. It's like we had to be with ourselves. And it's, and you know, sometimes that's a bitter pill to look at, oh, wow, I was blaming my husband for this, but actually, I was afraid to express that and I now I'm being real with myself and I have to own it and how do I do that and how do I, you know, so yeah. we're in those, we're all having these deeper examinations of that. And I'd, I'd love to recommend our Romance Reset course to everybody who's listening at astrosal.com slash romance reset or there's links to that. There's actually a free Venus retrograde webinar you can take. The link is in our our Instagram bio. That's the easiest way to access it. Follow us at Astro Twins on Instagram and you can grab it right from there. But um, it is one of the things that is amazing about Venus retrograde is that it revisits the very same zodiac sign every eight years over and over again. And it just moves back two degrees on the wheel. So um, it's revisiting a point of Gemini where it was in May and June of 2012. Um, and so the course is designed to have you take this eight year review of your love life and what happened or didn't happen. What dreams are you still hanging on to that you may have outgrown and which ones do you want to rewrite? Because when mm -hmm. Venus turns retrograde, it goes from being an evening star showing up in the night sky as it is now. And then midway through in this year, it's June 3rd, Venus actually disappears. It has this inferior conjunction with the sun. So it's almost like a new moon. The moon goes dark, you know, you can't see it. So you have this eight day period of Venus being invisible and then starts rising again as a morning star in the right before the sun. And so we're in the middle of this, like what stories do you want to put to bed? Which ones are you looking to wake up again? And, and we've designed this seven day process for people to really go through and, and take inventory and bring, bring sexy back in a new way that works. Um, that maybe you haven't since 2012. So recurring themes are afoot. Um, so I highly recommend if you're interested in that astrosal.com slash romance dash reset. And Felicia, if people want to do a reading with you, where what's the best way to get to you? Uh, take a look at FeliciaBender.com. And I actually have a, a also a, an online course uh, right. on relationships. So you can you do? Oh, tell us about that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, you know, forever access. It's a vi video with supplemental materials and just talks about the numerology of relationships and goes over what compatibility might look like. And I, I think you and I agree that there's no absolute yeses and absolute nos in, in numerology or astrology. So I really angle it more about, you know, what each number wants out of a relationship. What do you, how do you want to feel? What are your values and how does that connect in relationships? So, um, so we, we look at that uh, in the course. And so you can take a look at that on at FeliciaBender.com. Yep. 
check her out and more at astrostyle.com slash numerology. Any parting thoughts or sentiments to uh, add for people as we move into June? I just think that uh, that just be just be kind and gentle to yourself and to others, you know, uh, during this time because everyone truly is going through it right now um, on some level. And if we, as long as we can really understand that and not be so reactive, I think that life will be better for all of us, don't you? I, I really do. Yeah, it starts with that gentleness with ourselves, absolutely. So um, everyone. Give yourself a nice warm hug right now. <laughs> group hug, group hug, but six feet apart. Yes. yes. Feel the yes. energy waves. We're sending you a, a podcast hug. And we'll be back again for July's seven months where we can go into our time traveling visionary mode again in a new way. But for now, just cuddle up, cozy up. Think of some new ideas, hunker down at home or, you know, and get ready to just let that divine inspiration fill up the rest of your life. So um, thank you, Felicia, so much.